David Warner has contacted current and former Australian players to try to understand why ex-teammate Mitchell Johnson continues to unleash on him. Uh, and other players in the national side, they're saying it's uh, what's been a, a pretty successful Australian side. I don't think it's a criticism of the team. I think it's a criticism of the individual. And the other option is, Dave, reach out Dave, to Mitch. From what we understand, you sent him a text message earlier this year, and that's what made him so upset. So you've got his number. Give him a call. Reach out to him. Forget about asking everyone else in the he said, she said that goes on with that. Go directly to him. Um, here's Steve Wall saying, well, they're both adults who are entitled to their opinions and should be able to handle criticism and they should be able to sort it out. Exactly. Sort it out. Don't ring other people. Ring directly. Now, that would be my little piece of advice for Davey Warner. Just on that, we've got the PM's 11 game going on at the moment uh, and we've got a uh, scorecard. We've got Matt Renshaw not out 58 from 149 balls. When you think about what's got us transpire, and we know that Bancroft missed out, well, 53 off 128, Marcus Harris 49, so they were serviceable. But if you're going to get David Warner out of this test site, just say he fails in the first test match, you need to score 150. So Cameron Green is gone now for 46, Matt Renshaw not out 58. So there's the opportunity for him. Nathan McSweeney not out too. Uh, the Prime Minister's 11-3 for 2-2-1. If you don't get 150 plus, Matt Renshaw, then no one will be taking the spot of David Warner before that third test against Pakistan at the SCG. Uh, getting away from the cricket, let's have a look at the rugby league. What about this in the Daily Telegraph? It's no real surprise given the fact that, well, it's been over four days now, it's over three days, but Magic Round, bigger than Origin. Well, when they say bigger than Origin, it's selling better than Origin when it comes to corporate opportunities up there at Suncorp Stadium. This is why you just get the sense that the Queensland government will lock it in and want it to go nowhere else. In fact, I reckon the Rugby League would be very happy with that as well. But quote from Nick Livermore uh, from Dynamic Events, who's a friend of the program. We've had him on a number of times. It's fast becoming another origin in Queensland based on our sales for Magic Round next year. You could argue it's overtaken origin in terms of corporate interest. So it is a fantastic idea. It's now been copied by the A-League. It was copied by the AFL as well. And let's be honest, we just copied Super League in the NRL because it was such a good idea. They've been doing that for a number of years over there in the Super League. They move it all around the place. They Newcastle and uh, they've had it at the Millennium Stadium at Cardiff. So they don't mind getting on the road for that at all. But it is proving to be hugely successful at Suncorp. Are you going? Like Las Vegas is distracted us greatly, but I reckon there's a lot of people who are listening right now that are very excited to be going up to Suncorp Stadium for the Magic Round next year. Ben Hunt, he's rocked into training, so this is good news. Let's have a listen to Ben Hunt, who talked about the fact that he was getting back to training a little bit early. Well, as soon as Fano asked me, I, I was happy to do it. Um, you know, knowing we've got a really young squad down there, there's a couple of new guys coming in, I, I felt that I could come down and help out and, and I guess sort of get a jump start on the new year. Are you committed to the Dragons for the next two years? Yeah, I'm committed. Uh, I'm just getting on with life and um, you know, going to go to next year and try and win some footy games. You know, I've always enjoyed living down here and playing footy and you know, I'm just looking forward to just keeping my head down and you know, playing some footy again. So there you go, Dragons fans. Does that fill you with a world of confidence um, with what Ben Hunt is doing there? The fact he's back at training, that's a good thing. The fact that 
Shane Flanagan's identified a few things and said, mm, we need to work on this. Um, the conversations I've had with him, 2024 is going to be a team built on hard work and discipline and competing right to the final whistle. Yeah, that sounds like a, a Shane Flanagan team, doesn't it? So get your thoughts on that. Adam Fanua Blake, he's now got an official offer from the West Tigers. So it's worth around a million dollars per season for four years. That's from 2025. So we'd have to wait then for the Bulldogs, for the Dragons, apparently the Sharkies. They're a little bit interested as well. So I wonder if this is going to be a situation where you land Luai and you're a better chance of getting Fanua Blake or you get Fanua Blake and you're a better chance of getting Luai. I think, I think that would be... Very interesting, of course. Fanua Blake leaving the Warriors. Kurt Capewell joining the Warriors. Let's have a listen to Kurt Capewell as he exits Broncos stage right. They're definitely a, a powerhouse also. Um, the team they've got and the team they're putting together for next year, so that's why I say I'm so excited to get over there. And uh, I definitely think uh, we'll be giving the competition a shake next year. So Warriors made the prelim this year. They, of course, fell short and... This will be interesting too, won't it? Uh, the, there's no problem with the first year of the contract. It could be an issue with the second year of the contract with Kurt Capel. I reckon there's question marks around the third year of the contract for Kurt Capel, but <clears throat> well done to him. He's got himself three years over there at the Warriors. bit more detail from Jamie Pandaram in the Daily Telegraph around the signing of Mark Nawangani Tawasi for the Roosters. They sat down with Beppies, uh, with Nick Politis, so he was there, some board members there. Uh, Mark was there, obviously, just discussed life in general. What other life in general situations and uh, subjects did you cover? Well, they talked about setting yourself up for life after football. They talked about property investment. Um, I don't think that's going to shock anyone. I think the, um, Nick Politis has shown with his uh, management of the Roosters, and they own just about every shop up there at Bondi Junction now. So uh, they found him intelligent, articulate, and polite, so they got him $450,000 a year. Apparently, there was a three-year, $3 million on offer on the table from a Japanese rugby club. So that's what Nawanga Nitawasi has said no to. So he's got four fifty a year, but he'll have the opportunity to go back to rugby um, and he's earning a whole lot less than Joseph Akusa-Swalihi. So uh, we wish him all the very best. That's not till 2025 either, right? So next this year he's playing for the Waratahs and I wonder whether the, the Wallabies select him. Uh, I wonder whether New South Wales select Swalihi. There's all those questions yet to be answered. And just on that, Jerome Luai, yes, he's back at training. So uh, he's... Uh, Getting ready for another season, looking for the four, Pete. Now, that would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, and, of course, everyone waiting on seeing what a decision he makes as per his future. Getting away from rugby league, let's have a look at some of the other sports coming around. And, and look, tennis is just around the corner, and we've got the Australian Open coming up in January. Quite obviously, you'll hear that across the SEN network. But did anyone stop and think about this one? Aussie tennis star Nick Kyrgios has joined OnlyFans. Oh, dear. Launching an OnlyFans was a no-brainer, he said. I want to create, produce, direct and own content. That's the future. I totally agree. Especially someone as popular as Nick Kyrgios. So we saw it with First Serve on Amazon, right? The the only player they wanted to follow was Nick Kyrgios. Uh, here we go. 
Of course, there'll be tennis balls involved, tips, tricks, and behind the scenes. But also, they'll get to see all different sides of me. This is when I get worried. This is when I get a little concerned. Gaming, tattoos, my intimate side. Oh, dear. It's all on the table, and I'll be bringing fans along for the right. If there's one person, well, just to be clear, I'm not following anyone's OnlyFans profile, but if there's one person whose account I will not be following on OnlyFans, it is... Nick Kyrgios, thank you very much for that. Uh, and last night in the NBL, we had our first game of round 10. Uh, took a while to get going, actually. In the end, the Sydney Kings outlasted the Cairns Taipans up there at the Snake Pit, 86-83 after Jonah Antonio. He got the three-point long-range bomb, but he released it after the buzzer had sounded. This was after there was a 50-minute break because of a faulty shot clock. That's right. The shot clock wasn't working. They had to break. What about this? How embarrassing was this? It all happened in front of NBA scouts. <laughs> NBA scouts must be thinking, this doesn't happen in high school in the United States. But it happened up there in the NBL at the Snake Pit at the Cairns Convention Centre. So well done, Sydney Kings. Jalen Adams, 24 points. Geordie Hunter, 11 points and 10 rebounds. So a double-double for him in that one. But a little bit embarrassing it must be said, for the NBL. So on the back of that, and once again, Coach K chiming in with this one, when has play been abandoned? And it could be from a professional moment that you remember. It might be Ray Illingworth leading his side off the SCG back in 1971, or it might be something closer to home. I don't know. I remember the Wallenbean Cricket eleven. They wouldn't play around Christmas time because Harvest would call it off, right? Every every single bloke in the team, or about nine of them, I think, were farmers. So if Harvest was on, you didn't play cricket on a Saturday afternoon. So uh, you might want to tell us. We've got $100 cash up for grabs, one 1170 and the text line 0457-736-736. When play was abandoned, uh, let us know. Uh, all right, uh, lots of texts coming through, or hang on. Uh, might have to put those gremlins in the system in the microwave, Jimmy. Storms around Cordor. Uh No, there's not. There's just gremlins in the system, Pearl. But uh, thank you for asking. And then we get this from Fitzy. Uh, Jimmy, this game would have to go for six months So Matt Renshaw to get 150. He's that slow. He put a coma patient to sleep. All right, so let's get an update on his scoreline now. Hang on. Matty Renshaw, he's not out 62 off 161, Fitz. He's scoring at a rate of... 38.5. That's not too bad. That Remember, David Warner scores at 70, just to put that in perspective.